Welcome back to season two of the On My Heart podcast. My name is Scarlett, and I am so excited to be back this season to hear the good news about the amazing redemption, lessons, and grace that the Lord has done in His people's lives. My hope is that by hearing these testimonies, your heart is encouraged and ultimately pointed to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode featuring my Tia Becca. And if you're wondering why in the world did I just call her Tia Becca, well, Tia is aunt in Spanish for people who don't know. I'm taking Spanish right now, so I really know what I'm talking about. And um, Becca has always had a love for the Hispanic culture. We have, um, well, my great-grandfather, her grandfather, was from Spain, and so she's always loved that. So whenever we were growing up, she we used to call her Aunt Becca, but she would refuse to answer us unless we said Tia Becca. And then it also just um, made it really funny because... My little brother Carson, I had to throw him under the bus, but he'll be okay. Um, he had a hard time with pronun- pronunciation, so he would say Tia Baca. Yeah. <laughs> it would just come up with a Baca <laughs> instead of Becca. It was really funny. But you can just call her whatever because I'm sure she's had all the nicknames Becca Boo Boo and all those yes. good ones. Um, so, but another, um, and, and just in all seriousness, I'm just so thankful for her and her story her love for our Savior, her care for her family, and her passion for people. That is one thing you know about her if you've met her. She just loves people and pours into people. And just about that, she's she's always been the fun aunt. She used to take us with her everywhere, to babysitting, to the park. We would go to the park all the time. And I remember specifically driving to the park, all the windows rolled down, singing um, Sign, Sealed, Delivered. And <laughs> I did think that we could, you know, give y'all a little re- little um, taste of that. I'm just kidding. We will not do that. <laughs> y'all were all, like, terrified for a minute we were going to start singing. But um, we would always sing all the oldies songs. And it was just so fun. And I just want to tell you those things to say thank you, first of all. Mm. But And just to remind me and everybody else that the little things that you do to invest in people really mm. do mean the world. And it adds to the joy of life. I had such a wonderful childhood Thanks to all people like of her. all because of Rebecca. No, but it's really that did add so much joy mm. to life. And I remember those memories and, and I like to do that with people now, too, because I know that it meant so much to me. Um, we won't talk about the bad stories like yes. running over our cat and things like that. But we will talk and about I the good things. No, <laughs> no really we, we remember it. And I'm just kidding. But all those things really do matter. So um, but in all seriousness, I really am. So excited for today. I've wanted to have you on for a long time and just being really prayerful. And I know asking you to be prayerful about it. And I'm very excited and very um, just grateful to have you here. So welcome to the podcast, Thank Becca. You. A very long <laughs> intro. You're like, can yeah. I please talk? <laughs> no. no, keep on. Um, but Thank, thank you. you for being here today, yeah. Becca. Well, this is fun. Um, and I just overheard a conversation of some of our, well, my daughter and some of her cousins talking about how fun you were and Aww. they were like you remember when she played orphanage keeper Aww. and ran after <laughs> mean orphanage and lady <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah mean orphanage lady it's so fun yeah um, such a such so a fun cousin playing I'm mean glad I was lady. fun for a few years because I know that fizzled out and I'm <laughs> no you are still <laughs> you are still fun um but I guess we'll go ahead and get started <clears throat> and you can uh you can uh tell us about your testimony today okay um yeah I've been nervous um because it is vulnerable to share um, share about your life, but then also excited because especially when we were talking last night, just kind of walking through, you know, some things. I mean, it's just overwhelming to know like, wow, no, God really does care about me. And, and it's really important. I think we get so busy in life. It's really important to 
sit back and remember and, and to dwell on like the goodness of the Lord in our life. And that's yeah. what a testimony is. So yeah. I don't want to be nervous because I really just want to brag on yeah. what God has done. Yeah. Um, and, and my testimony will include some, a variety, you know, variety of things, but it's also more than like the one big sin yeah. or in my case, you know, yeah. or, um, you know, that one thing that someone did. And I mean, certain sins have um, longer lasting effects and yeah. and um, consequences. And so that's real, a real yeah. thing. But a testimony is, I mean, I'm not done. Like God's right. not done in my life and he's hopefully still working on me and I, I still need a ton of work. Yeah. So I'm excited when I'm, you know, in 30 more years, like what my testimony will be then. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, I had like closer um the lord um has just been so gracious to me and i remember like as a kid almost feeling guilty and actually kind of all throughout my life like why has god given me so much but then like not other people you know yeah there's so many hurting stories in the world and we've had a lot of different variety of people in our lives um and daddy would be really good to talk me through it and and say you know, it's not a bad thing to enjoy these gifts, like right. a family. And um, I can't say we had wealth, <laughs> but <laughs> we had family. Yeah. Um, and, you know, all these good gifts, like it's good to enjoy those things. But I mean, and it's good. It's a good thing. It's glorifying to God to enjoy the good that he's put in our life, the blessings. But then it's also not ours to hoard. Right. And so I've always kept that with me. Um, and my parents were great examples of that. So, I mean, I don't know who's going to listen to this, but... Um, I feel like it's funny when I share my story with other people who don't know me, they are kind of shocked. Like, oh, wow, you're one of 11 kids. And then, of course, you go right that thing. Like, like yeah, they're shocked about that. Want to know, <laughs> are y'all normal? Um, we had a small house, um, you know, two bathrooms. We were packed in there, but like had a really rich childhood and yeah. like a rich um church community and just like I've always been really blessed with good friends like a lot of my friends have been lifetime friends and I don't yeah. take that lightly and then my new you know newer friends have been just as rich um so I've had a really full life um with God's blessings and I really don't know like when the Lord converted me <clears throat> I always which is also a blessing because it's just been this sweet presence of the Lord in my life right. and I don't um know I mean I, there was the moment when I joined the church I was pretty young I think maybe eight or nine mm -hmm. and of course I didn't have the maturity to know what all that meant but I also remember being excited like yeah. I know this is for a lifetime like I'm gonna serve the Lord for a lifetime right. I'm, I'm a part of this um but um yeah so I I'm so thankful for that. At the same time, you know, you do hear testimonies. If you if you grew up in the church and you're doing the right thing and, you know, we, being a pastor's family, we did have a lot of, um, I think, attention on us. Like, as yeah. far as, like, people were watching us and, right. and expecting a lot out of us. And, right. you know, that can be bad and it's frustrating sometimes, but it also can be a good thing. Right. Um, so, I mean, I knew I was going to do the right thing. Like, you, you know whatever I don't know yeah you're um, the PK you gotta yeah. do, you know <laughs> right right and um and I love making people happy like yeah I 
I don't think my family even knows this <laughs> or they might be surprised, but like there's nothing that I love more than to like have them be proud of me yeah. and to um, um, approve of what I'm doing and right. um, all of that. But then also I can also like have a always have had like always want to push back a little bit or whatever. Right. So got variety there. But, but that just being one of your goals. To yeah. Like, yeah. To make and, people happy too. Um, and so like, like we've talked about that can there can be a lot of good things in life and like gifts that can be a gift but then in the wrong context or if you're doing it for the wrong motive then it can turn into a really bad thing and so that will come up later in the story um people pleasing and and wanting approval um anyway but I'm I'm a thinker um I'm not a great speaker or writer but I am a thinker and um often think like man if Tim could see inside my brain <laughs> like to see how fast and how how much is like always going always on, going probably, on yeah like he would probably just you know like fall in love with you all over again no no he was like now I know why you were so scattered um and so always like I've always been thinking like why why and why this and and that's a good thing on one in one you know on in one, one way, hand yeah. because I can look at things from different perspectives and I can see right. people's points and I don't, I like to and think searching to of know it. the truth, yeah, you know, not know. just accept, accepting it from what, you yes. know, the pastor says or what, right. you know, what your dad says, but going to know the truth for yourself, you yeah. know, that can be a good thing to search for yes. the truth. But on the other hand, if you let it go unbridled, yeah. like <clears throat> if you don't even bring your thoughts and the Bible talks about that, like if you don't bring your thoughts under control, and captive um, to Christ. Yeah then, yeah, then it can be a really bad thing. So that will, I think that will just keep on popping up. Like, <laughs> you yeah. can have really good things, and if it's just in the wrong, you know, in the wrong spirit or without the Holy Spirit's um, guidance or whatever. Right. Or submission. That Yeah, submissive yeah. to Christ. So anyway, all that to say, when I went to college, um, I was like, okay, this is like, I was really excited. I love hearing from smart people yeah um loved college <clears throat> there was a time pretty early on I was telling you this last night that you know the time of flip phones I mean even the flip phone was yeah. cool <laughs> because that was like the new thing so I think my brother had like this razor flip phone and <laughs> I finally inherited it you know after it was you had made it up. you had yeah, the flip I made it <laughs> so it was starting to be like on college campus everybody's like leaning over and looking at their phone and headphones and music and I remember just like watching everybody and this is pretty early on in my college time um and just seeing like everybody is searching right now yeah you can see it in their eyes you can hear it in the questions in class everybody's searching and they're desperately wanting answers yeah and I had this piece right that I was like I already have what they're looking for yeah and it and it was so and it kind of came and went really quickly right. but it, I've, I've thought about that you remember it, yeah. so many times because I still think it like no I have what they're right. looking for um okay but you know I really got um captivated with the wisdom of the world right and what we have said before is like what is wisdom like I so desperately love to be wise like I want to be smart I want to say you know wise intelligent things, things. yeah intelligent yeah. things and um love reading books of people who can verbalize those things well but um it was you know I became captivated with um 
the well, worldly wisdom. Yeah, yeah, like what what is wisdom? And it, and and I I distinctly remember a semester. Um, there was a lit class. My brother was Seth. You were you were in it with me. <laughs> Shout and out to Seth. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Um, and uh, he was an agnostic. Um, and I just like really respected him and thought he was so cool and the professor, just, yeah, yeah. The professor and like everything that was coming out of his mouth was just like making my brain fire off. Like, right. Oh, cool, cool. You know, and then the same semester, another professor was the same way and he was also agnostic. Um, anyway, and so I kind of allowed myself, like it was a very weird moment. I remember going to a job interview, um, for a oh where they like stick needles in you yeah <laughs> you know <it's laughs> that like kind of thing eastern medicine kind yeah of thing. i can't remember i mean it's very simple um i don't remember anyway. what the name is but yeah you were having a job yeah. interview i was having a job interview and i remember thinking this lady is going she was asking me personal questions you know like oh where are you are where you are in life and i knew she was about to ask me if i was religious and so i had like a split second where i was like what am i going to say because i am but i i wanted her approval i wanted her to think that you I was wise, smart you know, and wise, and, yeah. And so I told her, and it really scared me when I like that you verbalized words, it, yeah, yeah. That I verbal it, that I said it out loud. But then I was also kind of proud of it, and I said, "Well, I'm searching right now." Yeah. And it was kind of like I didn't claim Christ, right? It's kind of it like a, that verse that I just thought of this when it says, "Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks." Yeah. And so it's like that had already been growing yeah. in your heart because of letting the wisdom of the world get to you and letting yeah. that you know cultivate in your heart so when you spoke it was like whoa that's shocking but like that was already kind yeah. of growing inside you. oh right yeah. it didn't come out of nowhere yeah right um and it scared me even when i said it <clears throat> but and 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 it's okay to search like that's a right. good thing but it all ha- needs to be um in the right context or right who are you searching from too mm, that's a big yeah. <laughs> you know yeah um and yeah, and I'd listened to my parents my whole life. I'd listened to all of them. I already knew right. what they were going to say. You right. know, I already knew their wisdom. So, so you I, wanted somebody, yeah. Yeah, and I did I did have this fear. Um, and I remember verbalizing that to Daddy when I was little, too. Like, what if I'm just a Christian because you are? Like, what right. if I have just been raised this way and this is my comfort zone? And, you know, like, you know, a Muslim's a Muslim and their kids are Muslim, too. And then the Buddhist is, you know, they're going to have right. kids that are Buddhist. So Christians have Christians. And... And it really bothered me. And so I think I kind of allowed myself to even right. experiment right then. Right. Um, I never, you know, I never. Like stopped going to the church yeah, and things no, like that. No. Yeah, And I still did want to grow. Like I still, it was just a kind of a weird. You wanted like both yeah. things. Kind of like we talked about last night, like wanting to dabble in this, but also still like, no, I'm, I'm committed to church. Like yeah. I'm not doing anything wrong. <laughs> like I still serving the Lord, inviting people to church, yes. you know? Oh yeah. I still invited Things like a that. lot of friends. And I think I was just like, okay, I just need to make sure like I'm still, this is where I am and I'm confident yeah. there, but I just need to make sure that this, that there's nothing else that I'm missing or something right. like that. Anyway. And, and really a lot of it was just rooted in pride. Um, because I think I was excited, like, well, maybe I'm the one that, you know, yeah. I don't know. Are they really all that wisdom that I have heard all these years? Do they really know what they're talking about? Yeah. Um, so a lot of pride. Um, and then. Uh, That's kind of when you met um, 
this guy that you started liking. Yeah, in I think, yeah, and yeah. I think it was like in that very vulnerable time too that um, you were searching. Yeah, yeah, met this guy, and and I okay, I guess the second thing is like I was also very confident in my own strength. Yeah. Of, um, even your Christianity, you're yeah. confident in your Christianity. Yes, yeah. and I was confident that I do the right thing. Like I, right. um, I don't even date non-Christian guys or yeah. whatever. And so this guy, um, he was from Africa. He had a really fun accent. He um, and he said he was searching, so I was excited. Yeah, he that that actually turned out to not be true. It was deceptive later on. So he said he was searching. He said he had he was part of a cult, and he said he had left it and he's searching. Mm. And he knew that you know some of that was or whatever. He knew that there was something better out there. So I'm just like, here I am. Like yeah. this is my moment yeah. to bring in the full. Yeah, know, <laughs> like bring somebody in and yeah. Um, and I was excited because he wasn't intimidated when I said, come to church. Sure, I had six brothers. He was never intimidated. Mm. Like, nothing ever intimidated him. Um, and he was very confident in himself. And I, that was attractive to me right there. Because yeah. I think I was strong. I could be You were feeling you were guys. pretty confident. So yeah. you're like, the fact that he was kind of the same was yeah. like, okay, cool. I can match wits with this guy. Oh, right. you know? Like, I think I was a little too strong for some guys. So... I'm like, hey, here's somebody who's not intimidated of me. And um, yeah. and he came. He came to church and he came several times, but he had a hurting story. Right. And so, of course, you know, it drew me in. I'm like, I'm here. I'm yeah. here to help him. Like, I have right. I have so much to give. <clears throat> and so why, how can I not, you Right, know, and that's kind of like we were talking about, like, being so strong in your life. Like, like, I can help him. Like, yes. I, he, he needs me. Like, yes. I'm kind of like, what you told me last night was like, I almost had this savior yeah. mentality. Like, yeah. I'm going to help. I'm going to get him in here we're gonna help him out he has a hard story i'm gonna change his life for the better and yeah um and really and so much of it was just manipulative too and then paired with um my pride and yeah like i guess my high esteem of myself Mm. which is pride um (laughs) then it was just a killer combo um yeah so we really liked each other talked just a few times before he came to church and um and immediately, like, I knew that my family wasn't quite jiving. And that made me really mad because yeah. I really liked And I'm like, y'all, finally someone who, yeah. you know, it just really felt like my chance to really have a, a cool guy. Yeah. Um, and so even after that night, I think, maybe the first time he came, several people said, I think there's just something about him that just seems like sneaky or, or weird like something's off yeah maybe they didn't tell me that immediately I don't remember he came quite a few times um and I could not stand that because I was yeah. like you have barely given him yeah. a chance and you know whatever um so and I guess eventually he did stop coming <clears throat> um I don't really remember but you know sad to say like so this was like a three, I think it was like a three-year relationship. Mm. Um, and when I say that, like we weren't, it was so unhealthy. Yeah. Um, we were not together, like calling, texting for three years. It was always like. Breaking knew, up. Yeah. Not breaking seeing up, for like, like a month and then back together yes. and all this stuff. And it was like, it was truly an addiction. Like when I hear yeah. about anybody else being addicted to alcohol or um, I'm like, oh, I actually kind of know what, what you're talking is. about because. Yeah. Like, I felt, and I would beg the Lord. I mean, I look back at my journals, and it's just so sad. Like, um, I thought I was being smart still about it. Like, Lord, please, it's for your glory. Like, you mm. need to convert this man. And yeah. um, 
you know, and it just was like, you know, forbidden love too. Is it, and sin is exciting for right. a reason. Like there were a lot of appealing, like, you know, it's kind of forbidden. And so, um, it just, you know, and I remember you were telling me last unhealthy. night, kind of like with the, like the addiction part of it, you were like, you would have these moments where you're like, I, you know, I, I, I really like him, but I know this is wrong. Like, I know yes. I should not be this. I know they're right. And so I'm going to stop. And then you, I remember you told me last night, you said, I'm just going to text him one more time. And yeah. then that's it. Like, oh, I'm yeah. just going to text him. I'm praying for him. And then we're just yeah. going to be friends and that's it. And I remember you said like, you cannot get like when you you have to fully submit to god mm -hmm. and if you're like okay i'm gonna submit but i'm gonna do this too mm -hmm. and then it'll be okay because like we're i'm not doing anything wrong yet you know yeah and that was just so eye-opening to me like you can't it's you serious can't play you can't play yeah. around you can't play around god he those games do not you know do not work yeah. you have to fully submit to god right. yeah and and i and and all that to say like i did know unhealthy signs like i did <laughs> see um, that this wasn't, I mean, it, we had a lot of fun. We had deep conversations. We could connect some, but then there was just like so many unhealthy, um, like, why did I want to text him so badly? Like, yeah. you know, when I hear it in other relationships, like, oh, cringe, yeah. even, you know, and it, I think it's kind of a common story that the girl thinks, oh, I can save him or I can, you know, I can do this. Right. And, um, and yeah, it would be like one more time that I'm just going to text him and say I'm praying for him. Like, yeah. where's the harm in that? Yeah. You know, and then it would just start all over where we were texting each other, you know, constantly or all. And yeah, there would be like a building that it would pass by and it was totally not in my line yeah. uh, of, or my, my daily walk, but I would just do it just to see if I could see him, you know? Mm, um, yeah. And it was, and so that was three years and I'm like, so sad, like three years. I loved school, yeah. but I don't even really know what I learned those three years because yeah. I was so obsessed with like addicted. Yeah. Either too. not being with him or being with yeah. him. And, um, and I just, what I kind of think too is like, I would pray, 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 and then like repent. Like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have, right. you know, kissed him, or I knew I shouldn't have, um, just like be, be so obsessed with him. But then, um, I was just like, but God, please, I'm not gonna give up. I'm yeah. not gonna give up praying. Mm -hmm. And so I never would fully submit. And I thought it, I thought, and I still was dependent on my own strength. So like a couple of times, my, um, you know, like my brothers found out that I was texting him all the time. So they just confronted me. So a couple, like, I think maybe two times people confronted me and found out that, man, you're kind of having this secret relationship. And, and I was like relieved right then. I was right. relieved. I was sad that I had to give up, but I was relieved that I had some help, but I never fully submitted and to for accountability yeah. or truly asked for help. Like yeah. I still felt like I could do it on my own. Mm. Um, I still felt like I could break the cycle. I wouldn't have to go back for that one last drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what you hear from addiction kind of things. And, and I resonate with that. So, mm. um, so and I wasn't happy. Like it was, yeah. it was super miserable, yeah. super miserable. And through so that, like what you most wanted was like, yeah, actually like a life of like misery and oh, like yeah. hardship and lying and trying, yes. then, then trying to be truthful and then just yeah. this back and forth. Yeah. Like, and I, I would be very careful to like not tell an, an outright lie. lie. Yeah. And so I, I would say, I'm not lying. It's just, they don't have to know. Like they don't have to know. My parents know everything about me. I'm living with them and I'm in college. Like, you know, yeah. you know like all these other kids are probably doing way really worse. And things, I'm, yeah. all I'm doing is talking to this guy Yeah. and just would justify everything. Um, and, um, yeah, it was just, such an forth. unhealthy cycle and yeah. and he knew and like and he was very manipulative yeah um 
definitely knew what to say very smooth and oh, yeah. I mean, when i just say confident anybody who seems like ooh, like yeah a little, a little arrogant maybe yeah, a little yeah. arrogant there yeah um and that's when you said in october you found out that you were pregnant yeah and you were really sick yeah too yeah and even that i mean not um also through this three years proud of myself of like well i'm doing the right thing i'm not having um you know sexual relationship with him um until the very end but even that like mm. that was just pride too yeah because it was like uh, that's what i wanted and all of that and um and experimented i think if you went too far and then would yeah. be like i didn't do anything right and i didn't then do it. everything was justifying getting like you said yesterday <coughs> you told me yesterday you're like and i think somebody has quoted on this several times before like sin will keep you longer yes. than you wanted to stay and take you farther than you ever wanted to go you're like i'm not i'm not yes. gonna sleep with him i'm not gonna do these right. things until like you find yourself and you're like what you know what, yeah what's and i happening? really like, this is not where i wanted to go with this like yeah yeah and even i mean so many times after that like time was over i'm like who was that like i didn't mm. even recognize yeah. myself and it yeah. was really like even now i'm like i mean i know that's my story but like what even happened right. like it's very so it's painful to yeah. go back and, and think about it but also just like okay so yeah we found out we were pregnant in october we knew for one week yeah i had i had started grad school and i was in finals um and and i and he was very much like oh we have to get married um and i really thought like that's my only option yeah um, but then I, I felt really scared i'm like no actually you know he told me he was out of this cult and and i have seen signs that he's actually still in it and so i felt really trapped and scared all yeah. of a sudden where i'd felt you know it was always safe because we weren't you know officially together that i could just you know still be around him right but this was talking about marriage um yeah but i kind of felt like okay that's what i have to do and i just was so grieved that i had to tell my family that yeah um and we had um just one of those details like i think it's really good um a friend has told me to I don't really remember the context, but the stones of remembrance, mm. like I know yeah, the Ebenezer stones. Yeah. yeah. Like, so she's told me so many times, like, remember those dates, remember those yeah. times and celebrate them later. Yeah. And so I celebrate like December 4th or 5th. I don't remember. <laughs> um, because like we had tickets to go to New York. Um, I guess as a honeymoon, we were going to get married. And I just thought the only, I, I knew I was like, I can't look my parents in the yeah. eye and tell them this. So, I, I was like, I'm going to write them a letter telling them I eloped and then I'll come back a month later mm. and maybe they'll like have something in their heart to, yeah. <laughs> you know, to, to give me or something. Cause you were thinking like, this is going to be, you know, yeah, like shame, I, you like, I kind of felt yeah. like maybe this is the end. Like maybe I'll never speak to them again. Yeah. Or things like that. yeah. Again. And mm. that was really sad. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like think understatement of the year. <laughs> I think that's how like deceptive Satan is. Like he lies to us and like, they'll never they'll never want you yeah. back oh, yeah. you're gonna shame their whole family you're you're they're not gonna want to speak to you anymore like i have to get married mm -hmm. because i don't have any other options because yeah. you know they'll be so disappointed you know and that oh yeah and he is, was very good at making me believe this right and I, yeah, I remember you said like he yeah. manipulated the thing like they're you know you have to do this mm -hmm. like this is what we have to do and um but you'll it just i don't want to spoil i don't want to yeah. uh, say it for it because <laughs> it gets so sweet that like your worst fears um mm -hmm. became the sweetest blessings i remember we were talking about yesterday um we talked and you said the the verse in the song about um the you think yeah ways. god moves in mysterious ways and the bitterness that you're thinking is going to come mm -hmm. actually turn into a beautiful flower and how mm -hmm. and how they and I, I want you to speak on that how the how when you told them you're expecting them to be 
angry and lashing mm-hmm. out, but they met you with the sweetest yeah. welcoming and care yeah. for you. Um, okay, so uh, just kind of a, a neat tidbit of like God can use whoever he wants, you yeah. know, whether they you uh, whether they love him or not but um i told the professor because i had to talk to a couple of my professors like hey i'm in finals i don't know if i'm gonna finish grad school i have no idea what the future is i'm pregnant can yeah. i can i pass the class and um yeah. and one of my professors said and then he was the one that was a, the eighth one of the mm-hmm. end, yeah, yeah the agnostic like yeah. he didn't care about morals he could care less he did know he did know about our relationship and he knew that it was super unhealthy he's like you yeah. gotta figure out what, what yeah. you want to do um and he knew i wasn't happy um so he just said, uh, and yeah, but he didn't care about morals. He didn't care about God. He didn't, he wasn't even a father at that point. And right. he said, um, he said, Hey, can you do me a favor? Hey, yeah, sure. You got an A in the class, whatever. Don't take the final. But he said, uh, please, please tell your parents, like, yeah. don't, don't write him a letter. He's like, I'm not a father, but I can imagine that would be like super painful right. that my kid wouldn't trust me with that. And yeah. it, again, it was like, thank you for yeah. saying that out loud. I couldn't say it by myself. Right. I wasn't strong enough, but I wanted to, right. and I was so grateful. And so finally, and I like had you a, said, even using any, like God can use anybody, not even a believer to yeah. like, hey, to, to, to something that would change your life. Yeah. Literally not I mean, oh, yeah. affect you not leaving and marrying this yeah. person and telling them first. I'm still friends with that professor. I tutor yeah. his son now. And like, probably, I don't know, every couple of years, I'm like, thank you so much for telling yeah. me that. Um, cause it was life changing. Okay. So yeah, the, uh, well, he and I wrote the letter together. Um, and we were like, okay, we're telling him we're getting married together. Yeah. Um, and so I gave the letter to my parents and said, Hey, I'm going to take my little sister to work. Y'all read this together. I'm going to come back, man. When I, I mean, literally when I'm saying this to you, I do remember what that felt like. Yeah. And my blood Ooh. was like literally cold. That was so hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it just, um, anyway, it's just a, an awful, awful feeling because again, here I am. Like I love to make people proud of me. I love yeah. for them to be happy. And I am the one that's bringing like deep this hurt. grief yeah. and hurt and like shame and um and I, I guess I do want to say like if anybody's listening and they're not believers and you're like golly what's the big deal y'all just had sex you're yeah. pregnant okay it's gonna be hard but like as Christians like sexual relationship is so special between a man and a woman it's, it's yeah. sacred it's sacred yeah. and so and um so if that's confusing to you of like why is everybody making a big deal like we're not in the 1800s and yeah. don't shun people anymore yeah like it's still important to us and we don't you know no sin is too great obviously yeah. for god to forgive but it's a, such a sacred thing um to us that that's why <laughs> we're making yeah. a big deal about it yeah um and uh okay so i gave him the letter and went you know took my sister to work that was traumatic because she knew something was going on came back and i just wanted them to scream at me i wanted them because i wanted somebody to do that because i was doing that to myself right because he knew and and it was scary i'm like maybe this is the last time i'm gonna talk to my parents like i don't know you know yeah and of course and but it didn't surprise me at all like um i mean what the heck they were probably so scared that i was about to run away and marry this person but i can't even imagine um, but they, uh, just gave me a big hug. I was like sobbing on their bed and crying, couldn't breathe. And, and daddy was just so peaceful. Mama didn't, you know, she just like stroked my back and she wasn't yelling and she was just like kind of hugging me and patting me. And, um, hmm. and daddy 
was just like, hey, baby, we're, we can get this through this together, but you don't have to marry him. Like, I think there are some things that maybe you don't yeah. know about him. I don't know if he's a good, good guy. Yeah. And like, I don't want you stuck in that. And yeah. do you want to be? And I was like, no, I right. don't want to be. You knew you didn't want I to be. I need some yeah. help. I don't. I've been miserable. I've been trying to get away all these yeah. years, and yet I haven't been able to. Um, And so he was like, we can take care of you. Like, yeah. we can do this together. And I just love that. I just love how, and I told Rebecca when she was telling me this about last night, I was like, I'm so surprised, but I'm not surprised. Because yeah. in our nature, we want to be the first to cast a stone. We yeah. want to judge. We're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that's that. all this. Yeah. Well, because, oh, we think, oh, this great sin, this one that has more consequences is worse than the other one. Mm-hmm. But like, Jesus um, didn't cast, he could have been the one to cast a stone, but he mm-hmm. said, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Go into the joy of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, it makes me a little bit emotional, but and uh, there's, we could spend some time talking about it. Um, but I wanted to move on a little bit by, I, she told me a little bit about, so their welcoming spirit. And then she, our, our grandmama, um, grandma Patty, the, mm-hmm. uh, the best. And she, you know, and she was, uh, she was, you know, older, a little bit older at the time. And, and I remember you said you're a little bit more, not scared of oh, telling her, yeah. but just like disappointing her because she is, you know, especially an older mm-hmm. generation and like being a little bit more shocked and mm-hmm. things like that. But how she just gave you the big hug and told mm-hmm. you, you're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, she um, didn't say. Yeah. And I don't want to like go over it too lightly. Like, duh, they were deeply grieved. Deeply and grieved. It had some, yes. It was a hard, hard year. It was, yeah. you know, lasting consequence. I knew that. And that was never a doubt in my mind. But their response was so, so gracious. And I never, I never did feel like dirt or second class or now I knew I'd lost their trust. Right. And that was very, and that was just like, that was hard. Yeah. And that was so, I mean, I never, I told you last night, like because of those sins, I value, like it's mine, like trust is mine. Like I love trust. I love truth. I want to speak the truth. I've some very very awkward times post this story like yeah that I even like told my husband and daughter like a silly little lie I mean it was like it just came out of my mouth about like you know oh I did this earlier you know I hadn't done it earlier and I literally I mean it was so embarrassing because it was so dumb yeah I had to go back and like y'all I'm so sorry like I lied yeah because I knew once you do it, it's so yeah. easy. Like you because cannot give any yeah. allowance to, yeah, sin to sin in that way. So to me, it's so special because it's like I was so deep in that sin. And now it's such a like a special thing to me. Like yeah. I value that so much. Um, and just their and their welcoming spirit. And then yeah. I remember you said you talked about, a little bit about this oh, and we'll kind of just go go on it. But um, the ch- I'll just kind of speak to you a little bit. But the church, she she chose she wanted to she talked to um Paul and she had this desire to go before the church nobody made her she mm-hmm. wanted to she because she said she was like I've handled this on my own for mm-hmm. so long I know I cannot do this on my own she chose to come before the church now that like that being said like yeah it was her choice but she was <laughs> you said you're like you were so nervous like mm-hmm. I'm about to tell them everything about me like mm. be so vulnerable like what are they gonna say what are they gonna do they're gonna mm-hmm. reject me and I just remember it was so again it was like I wanted to be shocked but it was like I'm not surprised at all because this is how people who follow Christ mm-hmm. and want to walk in his ways she got it before the church um their response now of course some you know there's been some people over the past have said some rude things but the response from her home church was um getting up loving her wanting to support her helping her get counseling helping her get accountability partners Mm -hmm. um 
confessing sins to each mm-hmm. other and praying for each other and building like one young, another up. Yeah. Our young college group, like we had a fun little college group and some of the boys, like you're just, you're like, you're a college boy. And they're like, I should have known. I yeah. should have helped you. It was, and should have like helped. And yes, yeah, wanting to help each other and pray for each other. So you. beautiful. Yeah. So I just think that is so beautiful because we were talking about like, yes, we know that some things in the church and in, in churches today can be hard and misunderstandings can happen. But we do want to highlight the good things mm-hmm. that the Lord does in people that love him and want to walk in his ways. And I guess it was so convicting to me because, and I almost don't want to say it because I'm like, I don't want to be that person. I would be the one that would be so forgiving and loving, mm-hmm. but I know I can be so judgmental mm-hmm. and self-righteous we all can. and be tempted to be the first one to mm-hmm. like, Oh, Beck, I can't believe you did the, you know, this oh, yeah. thing. I mean, and you hear something, what right. is the first thought that comes to your mind? Like, Oh my right. word, they should have known or, you know, yeah. but just the fact that I want to be that person that when somebody comes to me with a sin to be, to be humble and they're like, I, I am a sinner too. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, like we even talked about that sometimes people can twist it, but if you have had less in your heart, you have mm-hmm. done the same thing. And that goes with any sin. Like mm-hmm. if you have had, if you had hated, if you've hated your brother that you have killed them, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. So taking sin seriously mm-hmm. and then also reaching out and help and compassion. I'm, I can't condemn you. I've mm-hmm. <laughs> sinned just as much in the sight of God. I've sinned, you know, equally so. And I want to help you. I want to help you enter into the joy of the Lord. So I just, I did ask her if we could highlight that today about just the church being so welcoming and wanting to mm-hmm. to talk about the good things of church and wanting to challenge me to be that person to have the have the response of Christ. And they did that so beautifully. Yeah. Um, I, I have said um, many times I've long considered like that to be one of the best days of my life. Yeah. Like, you know, I came before the Lord, you know, whenever I baptized or when I got yeah. married. But literally because <clears throat> there's nothing, um, there's nothing like being forgiven, you mm. know. Yeah. It's sometimes you can't forgive yourself. But then when you see all these people around you gathering yeah. around and like, oh, we forgive you. And then, you know, yeah. um, it literally was like, you know, we long to see Christ. And I just, uh, you know, you can't imagine that day when you can see him face to face. But we have seen him. Yeah. Like we've seen him in in um our brothers and sisters in christ and in their responses and i know like we yes like you said there has been so much church hurt and that's really focused on a lot today yeah um and i know that has to be talked about but also we we have to celebrate and just see like i mean the church is why we have the church why we why jesus christ like we're gonna make mistakes there's gonna be hurt but then if we kind of see some of the stuff in right perspective and yeah, and stuff that's gone unchecked, like it needs yeah. to be handled, but there is so much good out there right. too. And we need to see that and celebrate it because like, what, a, you know, we, that's our hope. Um, and anyway, I, I think I told you this too last night, like, uh, when you grow up doing the right thing and, and all of that, like it is, um, sometimes it was hard for me to see myself as a sinner yeah and i would hear a testimony like oh they said or you would hear the verses like well before in the old man i did this but the yeah. new man you know and i'm like i don't know yeah like, i've always been good you yeah. know i've always done the right and you've thing. always loved the lord yeah, yeah i've always loved the lord yeah. and so i didn't really like i knew i you know i knew what they meant but i almost feel left out like yeah. i don't know what that means because i yeah. don't really feel like i'm that bad of a sinner yeah and now even because of this time of my life or you know a bigger sin or something actually it's just a more obvious sin and yeah. it has consequences right. but um uh i now 
can clearly see myself as a sinner. When yeah. I now go to repent or, you know, you're dwelling on stuff at communion or, you know, whenever you really want to do internal work and look at yourself, like I don't really think back to that time. Right. I think now like, um, you know, my, how self-righteous I can be, how, you know, hypocritical or how right. I can gossip or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so I feel like it just kind of opened up a gift yeah. to me to like actually I now see myself yeah. as a sinner in that in that um yeah and I then think just how so forgiveness cool. is so powerful yeah and healing but um yeah so anyway. I, I did want to before we move on with the other part uh, some good you know the, the the next part of the testimony I did want to hi- a couple things that I wanted to remember and I wanted to learn from this and I hopefully if this is helpful for you to kind of like okay what am I taking away from the story what is helpful for me here um the first point I wanted to say is either you will humble yourself or God will humble mm-hmm. you. And I guess just to kind of explain this, how I was explaining it to myself today, I, you know, the Lord does the work of salvation. We know that. We believe that, you know, we've heard that all our life. Um, but he does, he does give us choices. Mm. He ha- gives us his word mm-hmm. and we can either choose to obey it and choose to humble ourselves before him or he will humble us. And the good news is about that is even in the hardship of the Lord humbling you and making it harder. Like it would have been, it would have been, you know, it's better to follow what the Lord says, but even in him humbling you, his goodness is all over it and all over um, your life and humbling you. Um, The second thing I wanted to point out was just the true wisdom and knowledge is fearing the Lord. Like it talks about in Proverbs, not in the wisdom of the world. It's okay to, to want to be smart in the eyes of your professors, et cetera. But true wisdom and knowledge is in the fear of the Lord. And the other Uh, Two more points I wanted to say on that is this was so important. This is so important for me. Don't give sin an inch. Mm -hmm. Just like she said, passed by the building where he was, where, you know, this, this guy was um, in class and she didn't even have any classes there. Mm -hmm. That proverb talks about don't Mm -hmm. pass by it. Don't go near it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is amazing. I will say the Lord just really has um, been gracious in this. I, every time that I'm doing these episodes, it seems like sometime in that week that the Lord will give me a scripture Mm -hmm. And I was just listening to a sermon about this too. In Mark 8, Jesus heals this man. He, well, he ta- Jesus sees this man in this village. And he takes the man out of the village and heals him. And then he says, don't go back to that village. Mm. And I heard a sermon talking about that. And it was saying, he's delivered you from there. Don't go mm. back. Mm. Don't go back to the ways of sin. Don't I even know. dabble in it. Don't even walk by. You walk in this new path. And then it also says in James 4, 7, submit to God, resist mm-hmm. the devil, and he will flee from you. And then, of course, the, what we just talked about was the other thing, welcoming sinners and helping, not casting the stone. And it, that's not like saying, oh, it doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. not like it's not it wasn't a sin to grieve about, mm-hmm. but not casting the stone to, to help and to be that person that responds in um, the way of Christ. And then some just some verses I wanted to have in mind that I wanted to share. Um, of course, the one that just comes to mind is Romans 520, which says where sin abounded, grace did mm-hmm. much more abound. And that's what they showed the grace upon grace that people showed to you. Mm-hmm. And that is because Jesus Christ was living in their life. Mm-hmm. And then in Jeremiah 31, 30 says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Mm-hmm. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. And these verses just remind me of the glorious truth that Jesus doesn't love me because I'm so lovable mm-hmm. or because of what I've done. He loves me even in spite of me, even in spite of the things I did. Like you said, I was... I believe, you know, you said, I believe that I was a child of God this whole time. It wasn't like, okay, mm-hmm. before I wasn't, 
he loves me in spite of me and there's nothing I can do to take away his love. And I know we hear, I'm talking really way too fast, so I'll try to slow down, but <laughs> sometimes I'm like, oh notice. yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm part of the family, uh, I didn't yeah. notice. <laughs> but it, it really, and I know we hear that all the time, but I need that reminder. I've been thinking about God's love this week and, and, and just that being said that, you know, it loves me no matter what. This doesn't mean that we sin, that grace may abound like it talks mm-hmm. about in Paul. Or like, wait, wait, Paul, where, where Paul? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Paul, you know that <laughs> book of Paul in the Bible? Day. No, <laughs> there's not a book of Paul. But what Paul says in the Bible, um, we don't sin that grace may abound. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, the righteous. So, you know, you don't have to, um, you can come before the Lord if you do sin. You mm-hmm. have Jesus Christ, the advocate. And just, you know, we, we can go into all of it. it's a much better yeah. and peaceful place to be. Yes. Really and like is. you said, like, like living in sin, like, okay, this was fun for all this. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. But like, you are miserable. Like mm-hmm. the way of life, Jesus says, I come to give you life abundant, abundant life. And living in his way and submitting fully to God, it may be hard at the moment, but is it is so worth it. But it is, I do want to talk about how the Lord has just blessed you and the Lord mm-hmm. does bless humility even if he you know even if he has to do it himself and not mm-hmm. you know not the way that he had originally you know that the way that he set it up but he has purpose and plan in it and you have imani this precious mm. this precious girl and mm. i love this girl and i remember i didn't know what was going on at the time you know i was i was really young and wait, i said what? so, what yeah, like, what's excited? going on you know i told Becca, i was like wait she's having a baby like yeah. this is happy and i did know that there was like mm something wrong you know I know there was mm-hmm. some pain I knew I was like where's the dad and all these mm-hmm. different things but I just knew I loved that girl I loved Imani mm-hmm. and um she is such a blessing to our family and I cannot and won't imagine life without mm-hmm. her because I'm so the Lord is so good and making beautiful things yeah. out of yeah. our mess and um we just have so much to praise the Lord and we could talk about that so much longer. She has a beautiful husband. Um, oh, we yeah, beautiful yeah. husband. I don't even mean to say that, but <laughs> yeah, on, hey Tim, you are beautiful. <laughs> we can have another episode about I him. Just say beautiful family, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tim, you are lovely. And I'll um, start my own podcast yeah. about yeah, Tim Jewett. Like, Tim Jewett, <laughs> he's awesome. And she has um, Imani and two little boys, and um, growing a little, growing a little baby girl as we yeah. speak, and. Um, we just have so much to praise the Lord about. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful for that. And like you said, your testimony isn't just that one sentence. It's how the mm-hmm. Lord is working on you every single day. And I want you to briefly talk about um, that that part of your testimony right now. If if you could choose, what would be that, that legacy? Or that, that um, I don't know. It's kind of a hard question. I guess, yeah, the mm-hmm. legacy for your life. That you um, okay, so I don't know when this came to me. And it's not like it's a, you know just a really deep thought but my mom always had a picture of us as a baby and then our names um and then what they our names meant like on the wall that's 11 of us you know on the wall (laughs) um so i I mean it's just nice (laughs) a lot of pictures and i loved like that was my favorite thing i would just like stare at all the pictures and i knew look how beautiful i was like full of laughter and and i was always like i liked my name but then i was always so bummed like i was like man Caleb means something really cool and Isaac is full of laughter and Rebecca is steadfast and faithful like (laughs) how much more boring can I get and I was always so bummed I'm like that's you know and I and 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 really it is funny because it's not me I'm I'm a very like I don't know you know maybe I have ADHD or you know or I don't know what my Enneagram number exactly is all this but I am all over the place I am um I'm creative and I 
always am thinking about the next thing, the next thing, and doing and doing, doing, and I can overbook myself, and I like to have fun, and I like doing big things, and I've always wanted to do something really big for God. Like, yeah, I, you know, I loved Amy Carmichael, and I'd like to do something really big. Um, yeah. So, yeah, take me somewhere without electricity, and I'll eat bugs and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, as long as it's big and it's exciting and yeah. it, you know, makes a splash. Um, so Steadfast and Faithful just seemed really boring. Yeah. <clears throat> And now I, like, can't think of anything, like, you know, mm-hmm. what you think. We've had a lot of death in our family last year. So what you think about that, and you think about, like, what do I want my life to be like? And I just yeah. love my grandmother so much. And she was so just steadfast. Like, she didn't Faithful. have to make a yeah. splash. She didn't have to, you know, be honored or have accolades or whatever. Yeah. And um, And to me, to think at the end of my life, to look Christ in the face and for him to say, well good I mean well well done thou good <laughs> yeah. and faithful servant like yeah what I mean how can you think of anything more wonderful yeah. so um I want to live up to my name not there yeah. yet um but I want to be steadfast and faithful in the kingdom yeah. of God and um in the work that he's put in front of me and now yeah. I mean sometimes that looks like boring work like I'm a I'm a stay-at-home mom I you know run a homeschool community um day in day out doing the mundane yeah but it's really holy work yeah and it's, um it's really important and I see that but it's it's not the world doesn't see it and, and praise it right. um and I'm kind of proud of that now like right oh that's who I want to be yeah um, the faithfulness I yeah. love that I mean I'm, again I just want to I do just want to add one more time like mm-hmm. Imani is just such a joy in mm-hmm. our family and we I just love her I remember just like pretending like she was my baby just carrying mm-hmm. her around all the time she's so beautiful and so full of life and so full of questions I mean mm-hmm. and she is a little smart little girl and I just I just love her and I'm just so thankful for her and but I do want to ask um for the last question what is your life verse in all of this okay and can I just take like a 30 second blurb and yeah just oh yeah out Tim Jewett oh, so. yeah. <laughs> um hey Tim we knew you, you knew you're gonna have another to come back a date here. with yeah. him and I'm actually probably late but um like I I can't think of anything better mm-hmm. than what God has given me yeah. and um you know he is uh all the things that I was attracted to and other people before um I, I'm not gonna say he's the opposite of that he's it's just so much more attractive um yeah. he is faithful he's steadfast and he's teaching me how to do that yeah. and when I like I've never felt more forgiven by a person because like we said our testimony is not just one thing I have a life full of mistakes yeah and I had to tell him those really early on because I was just like not I'm like okay this guy likes me but he's not gonna like me after I tell him like the real deal and I did and it was just like okay so what's next you know Mm -hmm. and and he's so so gracious so forgiving um and he I haven't seen him cry that many times um you know deaths of family probably and and then he he tears up in empathy but then uh i have the times that i have seen him cry is um is around when he got to adopt imani hmm. and 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 he just broke down and sobbed you know multiple times yeah. and um and i'm just thankful for their relationship and thankful that uh you know i was a single mom for for five, five years, years yeah. and and that was scary and i and i it was but it was okay like god was so 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 faithful to us um, yeah I mean that could just be you know obviously story after story and that's really <laughs> you know I probably spent too much on the bag because like that is my testimony right it's like the faithfulness of the Lord and the little things yeah. and the big things and they time after time like now when I 
think of something hard coming up in my future I'm just not I mean I am I'll let myself go crazy with thoughts of like scary thoughts of the future and have people dying before they're dying and um bad things happening when they didn't and but I I just have like a settled peace too that I know like God if God has sent me through all of this yeah then I know like based on his past faithfulness in the Bible and based on his past faithfulness in my life like then he you know I know I know what the future right. holds. And um, anyway, but I just, yeah, he. Yeah, thank he, you for going on that. Like, that's. Yeah, he's a. That's the goodness. He's like, we want Yeah, he is. Tim, we love you. We just love you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, talk about your. Talk about one of your favorite verses through all of this. Okay. Um, well, it actually has something to do with you, which might be confusing <laughs> at first. Um, let me look it up. Okay, so. Well don't have it oh okay (laughs) yes i had it all right your dad um so many i wish i could just like go on about all that but you know during my pregnancy it was very very lonely i had like you know i just didn't know what to think or feel and you know healing and all that and had some just a really really sweet pastor that i was counseling with and uh but then just thing after thing happened like i got my girlfriend sent me just like a really fun valentine's package and an older woman the church did because they knew like oh she's single and she had you know she thought she loved someone and um that was super sweet and meaningful and then your parents i had 100 days left in my pregnancy and and your dad had all of y'all like those two big thick index note card things and um like there was a verse for every single day and then kind of like an encouragement and y'all all all, you know wrote your names and stuff and so i have always just loved this verse and what is it isaiah 43 2 and it says when you pass through the waters i will be with you and through the rivers they shall not overwhelm you Hmm. when you walk through fire you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you yeah so that's beautiful anyway thank you i like that one yeah (laughs) i love that verse thank you becca um and in closing, I just uh, I thank you for being here today. I I I was a little bit nervous um, being, doing the testimony, not because of you, but Girl, I don't. You were nervous, huh? no, no, <laughs> not because of you and your story, but because I don't want to people to be like, okay, let me get breaking news, let me get yeah. this this horrible sin. But like you said, like telling your story, like sin is sin in God's eyes. Maybe want some have different consequences, but we need to flee sin. We need to run to Jesus Christ and what Satan lies about that. Oh, you'll never be welcome there. The Lord welcomes you with open arms when we confess and repent and are humble before him. So I just wanted to to say that. And then also I have one verse in closing to read. It's from Psalm 32, verse 1. And I actually thought of this because I remember when all this was happening. I was young, but I do remember you having this verse like written on the next cards in your bathroom and mm-hmm. you're by your bed in the car. In and it was house? Yeah. No, it was. A, yeah. At oh, your really? house. Yeah. Okay. It was Psalm 32, Verse one says, "Verse one and two says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, mm-hmm. whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man and to, the, and to whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. And that is what we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. And mm. I'm just so blessed to be your niece. Yeah. I, I love you. Girl. I love you so much. And thank you for being so vulnerable and yeah. willing to share your story. It has a, been a, such a blessing to me to be up close and up close and personal to see your testimony unfold not just from that Mm, part but your testimony now and being faithful to your family and teaching them and all these things and um to see just the beautiful blessings that you do have and the lord has given you and i just hope and pray 
that this is a blessing to all of you today and helps even just one person see and trust in the goodness, grace, forgiveness, and hope and life in Jesus Christ. Mm. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening to today's story. In season two, our goal is to tell 10 stories of life change. My challenge for you is to take these lessons and share it with someone who needs the good hope that is only found in our Savior. To connect with us further, you can find us on Instagram at On My Heart Podcast. I am so happy to hear from each of you. As always, I hope and pray that this is a blessing to all of us and glorifies our great God.